What up, ladies and gents? It's Monday. And you know what really grinds my gears? Is when you have an appointment and you don't make it, which is fine, things come up. But like, send an email, bro. Like, let me know. Don't just like cancel and walk away. Anyways, all right, enough venting, I know. Call out. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. All right, bro. Who are we talking to? Talking to. Who are we talking to? To be fair. First of all, let me mute this one because that that would have an echo. First of all, I mean, let's let, 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 let's let's talk about this. Uh, who are you talking to? No, I'm not calling out uh, our canceled appointment. Although that kind of happens, it happens. I get it. Life happens. But do you know, that little courtesy? Usually, when we get a cancellation, somebody lets us know, like, "Hey, I can't make it. This came up, blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. Uh, but this time we can't. But that's not the point of the show today. It's, that's not who we talking to. Uh, over the weekend, we had uh, some fun times, right? We had oh, I family see. over. I see Carnesada, and we mm-hmm. had, I felt like I had an epiphany moment, right? Like we've been trying to define some stuff. And uh, this weekend, we figured it out. Who are you talking to, bro? Who, who are you, you talking, talking to? to? Who are you talking uh, to? I know who you, I'm talking to. Who I know you, talking you clearly to? defined it. When we, when you started your podcast, we did the insurance, bro, but eh, it wasn't really your, 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 your dynamic. You really fine-tuned who you wanted your audience to be. You knew it was a blue ocean. You're going, you're going after the polyamorous community. It's, it's a, a tight-knit community. You can really uh, you know, start to broadcast your voice and, and connect with people on there. That was cool. Uh, sure. For us, when we started the podcast, we didn't really have any idea who we were talking to other mm-hmm. than each other. We were like, yeah, we're going to do this podcast thing, kind of figuring it out. Right. Um, and we've kind of morphed a little bit. We we talked to real estate people for a little while, and then we're like, you know what? I don't know if I want to continue down the real estate aisle 100%. Let's kind of move things along. Uh, and now, I think uh, this weekend, I had that that moment of clarity. Like, I, I know exactly who I want to be talking to. Right? Uh, where's Where's the Jim Carrey line? I surrender to you. Yeah, exactly. Right. So now I know. Right. It it it, uh, it it dawned on me. And the funniest thing is, um, it's actually somebody that I've been talking to for quite some time, longer than I've been doing the podcast. Almost ten years now, right? Yeah, close. Like or was seven, it eight, eight years? Seven, eight years. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Years. Uh, and and when I finally figured out who I wanted to talk to, it kind of made the messaging that much easier. You know what I mean? Like it. All of a sudden, it's like, well. This is a great piece of content because it speaks to my ideal audience. It mm-hmm. speaks to the person who I want to talk to. Uh, and okay, enough premise, enough, enough. Like, who, who the hell are you talking to, dude? Who the f- you want to talk to? Okay, okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Relax. <laughs> Pump your brakes, bro. Pump your brakes. I'm building up here, right? So these particular audience members, the person that I'm talking to, um, they're. They got big decisions to make, right? Life's mm-hmm. about to slap them in the face. They don't quite mm-hmm. know what's going to happen. Um, and they got to figure it out. Like life is about to happen to them and they kind of got to figure out their own path, right? It's kind of like like most adults. 
Would you say? Would you say most adults are are in that space where they're just trying? I mean, to I'm still stuff out? I'm still trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> when I grow up, I don't know. Uh, I, I I don't think I'll. I don't think we'll ever kind of fully grow up. Like our bodies might age, but mm-hmm. I think like mentally we're 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 stuck there, right? Pretty much what I meant. Yeah. No, that's not what I want. No, 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 the other one. The other one. There you go. There you go. That one works. All right. So who are you talking to? Who are you conversating with? Who is the person on the other side of this camera? Uh, this person, the, the, the people that we're talking to are also uh, thinking that, you know what? What everybody else has been telling me is probably not what works for me. I've been told this for 13 years and it's not really working for me. It hasn't worked for me and I don't think I want to continue to go that route. These are the people that I'm talking to. They're been doing this for however many years? Seven or eight years. Seven or eight years. These these people okay. have have okay. parent issues. They have issues where you know mom and dad expect something of them. And then they go out and into the world and they feel stuck. They feel mm-hmm. like they can't really move to the next space. They can't really take that step because I might let somebody down. It's not what okay. I'm supposed to be doing. Today, you had a great episode, by the way, Ham, on your show. Uh, oh, and giving a lot of clarity and empathy and understanding. And one of the core messages that I felt I got from you is you need to become a little self-aware. You need to understand what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. Create some guidelines. Create some, I'm not going to say rules. Create some <laughs> some <laughs> boundaries for yourself. right? And then go out and seek that and, and, and learn from what you want in life. Once you identify, you know what you're looking for, start to begin to educate yourself in that. The people that I'm talking to, they feel like they're done with the education. Like I don't even, I don't want to touch another textbook in my entire life. I don't want to look at another instructor. I don't want to do any of that stuff. So if you haven't guessed it already, the people that I'm talking to are the ones that are recently graduated high school, about 18 to 25 year olds. Mm-hmm. These are the people who did not do well in high school. High school, school pretty much sucked for them since about seventh or eighth grade. That was me. Actually, second grade. Since second grade? Dude, I gave up on school in second grade. Damn. Yeah. Damn, that's harsh. Well, anyway. My ideal listeners have been struggling in school. School has let them down. The teacher has told them they need to do all their work, and they're like, I don't want to do this stuff. Not Mm -hmm. that they're incapable. They're not willing to. to. They don't mm-hmm. want to, right? And they feel like they've had the last four to six years of their life as an utter waste of time. They've been drilled into their head that they fail. It's been put into their head that there's only one path to success, that you have to go to college. That that's the this only the route to success. That mom wants you to be a doctor. Mom wants you to be an attorney. Mom wants you to have this, uh, I don't know, architecture path. path. College is a necessary route. Mm-hmm. And yet you've sucked at school for the last six years. So why in the hell would you do more school? So let me ask you, Ham, because you tend to have lived that life. That was me. That was you. So what was it like for you growing up in school? I mean, I hated school for the most part. I uh, didn't care for it. Uh, when... 
school ended up being more of a social thing than anything else. You know, you go to school. I would go to school to hang out with my friends. Uh, it wasn't until like my sophomore year that, you know, I was like, oh, crap. If I actually want to graduate, like I need to get my stuff together and I need to, you know, make it happen. And so, so, I mean, I did, but it's not, it was never because I wanted to do homework for me. Like that was the big thing is I'm at school for all these hours. Once I'm done with school, I want to go home and I want to play Nintendo 64 or whatever the heck we had at the time, you know? <laughs> um, and yeah, for sure. When, when I finally did graduate, first of all, you'll remember this. There was that night when it was you, me, and dad hanging out, and I'm, like, crying because I'm scared of the future. I don't know what's next for me. I don't know what's going to happen after I graduate. But I knew even then, even amidst my tears, that I had no intention or desire to go on to college. I just didn't know what was next. Mm. That, that's the person that I'm talking to. I think that's where I connect the most. I, I wonder why. I also, I also, I wonder why. I also think back of the other, the other side of of the high school education. I think back to the Dannys of the world, mm-hmm. and for them, for you, it was like, you know, school didn't work for you. It's not that you were incapable. Like you definitely could pass a test. You definitely could do the homework. You were more than capable of understanding the material. Mm-hmm. You just didn't want to. Then we have the Dannys of the work. world. Yep. Right. Then we have the Dannys of the world. And, and these are the kids that in, if you guys are in education, you've had special education. You've had IEPs the whole time right? in individual educational plans because you couldn't hack it in a normal education setting. Your mind just didn't work that way. It didn't retain the information the way everybody else did. You didn't get things as quickly as everybody else did. It didn't make you dumb. It just you're not books and learning that way wasn't going to work for you. Right. And those kids are also hurting in the public school system. Those kids, they feel like what the hell's left? And, 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 you know, when I think back, you know, to Danny, I mean, if you felt like you didn't know what you were going to do graduating high school, Mm -hmm. he didn't feel like he knew what he was doing in high school. He didn't feel like he knew what he was doing amongst his peers. And then yep. we're going to go out into the world and he's supposed to go out and figure it out and be amongst other people. Like that's tough, man. Yep. That's brutal. And for me, that's the person I want to talk to because I want you to understand that there are a plethora of a opportunities. Plethora. Out there. I, love, I love that word, by the way. Shout Good out word. to Nino. <laughs> Nino. Thanks, Nino. For the three amigos. That's where it came from. Uh, but there's a plethora of opportunity out there. You don't, have to go to college you don't have to be a doctor you don't have to be an architect there are so many different things that you can do you can work with your hands you can learn a skill you can get a certification you don't have to go out and become the next i don't know bill gates sure that is not the path for every single one of you elon musk next elon musk that is not the path for everybody and that's okay totally okay so what's what's the uh the alternative though i mean if if all right let me let me rephrase that so we're talking about you don't have to go to college you don't have to be an architect you don't have to become a doctor you don't have to build the next you know amazon style business to be successful so what does 
a 18 to 25 year old freshly graduated young human need to do to be successful? Well, for me, this is where I think it differs, right? Because I I'm as I as I've grown older, I've started to realize things like when we go out chasing the dollar, and I know this is cliche, right? When you go out chasing the dollar, you don't tend to win. Mm-hmm. When you go out chasing a skill, that's when you actually have victories. That's when you win because you're getting good at something that has value in the marketplace, a marketable skill. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what you need to develop. When you're 18, you need to figure out what your marketable skill is going to be. You also need to go out and figure out what your lifestyle is going to be like. What kind of life do you want to lead? Who do you want to hang out with? What do you want to do? And college has always been good about that in the past. Back when I was growing up in the 1900s, in the 1900s in the 1900s that's what college was for yeah you were working your way towards a degree so that you can have uh, marketable skills so that you can enter the workplace and have a good job that was one part of college the other part was you were partying it up you were around people who were your age doing Mm -hmm. things that were around your age enjoying Mm -hmm. life the way a 35 year old or you know a 39 year old like myself doesn't do anymore Mm -hmm. right that was part of the experience So if you ask me what an 18-year-old should do, they should go experience life in the things that they want to do. First and foremost, they have the time. Yep. This is what you want to do, right? But the second thing is figure out what you're good at. What are you good at doing? Not necessarily what you love to do, because what you love to do and what's marketable are not always going to be the same thing. But if Mm -hmm. you figure out something that you're good at, a skill that you're like, "This, this is me, like I can do this really well. And you just harp, like just fine tune that one skill. Get really good at that. That I think is going to give you the best opportunity for a happy life. Not chasing the dollars. Not chasing the dollars. Look, no, it's true. It's, I was going to say, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Cryptocurrency. No, 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 I, I want to hear your thing, and then I can come back to the crypto thing. I mean, it was it was just interesting because uh, you're talking about you know find what you're good at. And I remember around that time, around when I was graduating high school, I was good at computers. And so my first job, uh, well, my first job was working at the bank where you were at because it was like an easy in. But within six months, I left that one, went to go work at a uh, computer store and I worked there for a while. Uh, And then after that, I was doing the uh, installing cable and high speed Internet. So still working with computers, you know. And then we started our first business that was all around computers, fixing computers in people's houses. And uh, what's funny is when uh, I got my heart broken and I took off and ditched you and went and joined the Navy, I remember being in the recruiter's office and they're like, well, what do you want to do? What what, what kind of job do you want to have? I'm like, get me as far away from computers as you can. (laughs) And so they put me on the flight deck, which, you know, far away from computers for sure. But I qualified for all any computer job that I wanted. And if I had stuck to it, I mean, it's it's a very marketable skill to say the very least. Today, for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's my that's what I'm for me, that's that's the thing that uh, 18 year olds don't discover. Like one thing that's really cool about about your story is you join the Navy. So you literally got to meet all kinds of people. You did have that party scene. You traveled the world and got to experience things that 
you know, a lot of younger people don't get to experience. I was actually not- going through my uh, my international money today. International money, like looking through your yen and your your I don't know euros and all that stuff. Yep. You actually have all- money. I have international money. This is from Cambodia. This is from. Um, or is this one from Vietnam, Turkey, Canada? I even have Canadian dollars. I don't know why. I've never been to Canada. Uh, I have Ireland. I have Dubai money. I have Bahrain money, Singapore money, and, I'm not and just a couple this of euros in Malaysia. And I'm not just saying this because you're poly, but you've been around. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I, I can't remember how many countries, but I think it's like 14 maybe. But that experience right there, see – and this is for me why, like, sometimes if you're 18, you don't know what to do, join the Navy. Like, you're going to figure out a little bit about yourself. And that's that's vitally important. Vitally important. There's so many it's people It's going to set you up with some up. good structure and discipline and a lot of a lot of actual marketable skills. So one of the skills that I took away from the Navy that I used in our insurance business that now pays my bills... Um, is systems it's processes it's you know when you go do maintenance on a ship it tells you step by step exactly how to do it that had nothing really to do with my actual job but it was just one of the skills that i learned and i was able to apply and you know on top of that like i said discipline and routine and all these things i get up early i have my daily schedule i you know have a lot of things set up that i learned those skills from the military so, you know, and I know, I know what people are thinking, wait, this is the business bros. Aren't you supposed to be promoting that you start your own business or you have your side hustle? And yes, 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 I do. Right. But at 18, at 18, it's kind of tough because you don't Can know be. what you don't know. And I'm not saying it's not possible for an 18 year old to get out there and do that. But it's like telling you that your only route is to go to college. And that's just not the case. But can it's I throw something in case. here? Yeah. So whatever you decide to do this is this is my big lesson my big takeaway and i was actually talking to uh the team at at pipeline um this morning about it my big takeaway is i wish that i had had the discipline when i was 18 22 25 whatever anytime before now to put my 10% aside and hold to that it's funny because we were talking about, I was talking to the team about um, the richest man in Babylon. And I was telling them the story about, you know, the richest man, he puts his 10% aside, puts his 10% aside, puts his 10% aside. And then he gives all of his money to the brick maker to go buy jewels. Right. And what mm. happens to all his money? Play it. I know you. Exactly. He loses all his money because he trusts a brick maker to buy jewels, right? So the whole point of that is put aside your 10% and then whatever you choose to invest in, educate yourself about that subject. But going back to that 10%, I remember when I was 18, 22, 25 and thinking, ah, no, I'm not going to put 10% aside because I'm going to use my money to invest. I'm going to use my money to invest. And guess what? I didn't for years and years and years and years. And that's my big, like, if I could go back and do anything all over again, it would be from day one, from the time that I started working, 10%. Just put it aside. Every single I love time. that. 
And see, but these, this is why we have the podcast, right? This is why the ideal audience that I'm talking to, because these are the topics that I talk about in the mm-hmm. classroom. This is, this is the kind of information that I give my students to understand that it's not how much money you make, it's how much you keep and how hard that money works for you that's important. That is yeah. self-discipline. That is how you're going to use compound interest to your advantage because you have the one thing that's, that people struggle with with compound interest, they understand the math, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I put it away, it's going to grow and that money's going to grow and that money's mm-hmm. going to grow. Mm-hmm. Like your interest makes more interest, like all that, that's, that's fine. But what you don't understand is in that formula, the thing that allows you to get to that level is time. The yes. sooner you can get started on that, the sooner you're going to reach some of these goals. But again, you're 18. You're 18 to 25. You have no clue what your career is going to look like for the most part. You have no clue if you're going to start a business, what your business is going to be in, what part of your business you're going to do. Do you do an LLC, an S Corp? You know, you have no idea about any of that stuff yet. And so getting back to that 10%, it makes no difference what you decide to do. Whether you decide to join the military, whether you decide to start a business, whether you just go and get a job, it doesn't matter. If you're putting aside that 10%, you're going to be much better off in 15 years than if you don't much better off way better off. So here's, here's the cool thing about the richest man in Babylon. One of the, one of the key things that I took away from that book was that when you put that 10% aside, when you put that money away for yourself, that is your money. That is not money for buying a car. That is not money for buying a house. That is not money for buying new shoes or a purse or whatever it is. When you do that, that money that you earn is not your money. It goes to Nike or it goes to Mercedes or it goes to wherever it is that you're putting that money. But that's when not you spend money that, when you spend that you, when you spend that money. Yeah, when you mm-hmm. spend that 10%. So when that money is yours, you need to hold it, guard it, make it grow, protect it, and never let it go out of your sight. The only time you use that money is for it to grow into more money. Right. And that's where the that's where the investment thing comes in. And here's the other thing. When you have money to invest, when you actually put skin in the game and try things, you are going to lose. (laughs) That's just it's going to happen. Boom. There will never be a time in your life. I mean, okay, I can't say never. Rarely will there ever be people who continuously win. Mm-hmm. Right, there will always come losses when you start to invest your time, you start to invest your heart, you start to invest your money, you will hit losses. You take those L's and you learn. But because you know who you are, you know your marketable skill, because you know the direction that you want to go in, those losses are just small steps. Like, okay, you stepped in a hole, get out, keep going. You're still going to get to the place you want to go because you know what it is that you want to do. At 18 to 25, I had an idea. I'm going to be rich was probably the only idea I had at the time. Right. You don't know what mine was. What was yours? I just want to sleep and make money. I want to sleep and make money. (laughs) That's not bad. You're doing that now. More or less. I mean, you're, you're, yeah, you're working in your business, right? You still work in your insurance business for sure, but nowhere near at the level that that you were at the beginning when you were setting up the systems, when we bought our first insurance office, when we opened up PC cruisers, like there was a different kind of work Mm -hmm. at that time, a very heavy level amount of personal investment, personal capital, personal time to get that thing up 14 hours a day. But let me, but but here's the other thing. Okay. So 10 to 14 hours a day entering into your business, right? Mm -hmm. 
But it's but those 10 to 14 hours could have been a lot longer if you didn't take your experience from the past, the skills that you learned in the past, all these different things that you've built up allowed you to put 10 to 14 hours a day of actual work that took you in the direction that you wanted to go. It's true. You weren't quite figuring it all out. You weren't trying no. to, you know, do it all from experience. scratch. You had some experience to, had- to fall back on. Yeah, I did. And I mean, it, it, it helped out a lot. And I mean, you and I have always been of the mindset that a business is only a business if you can walk away and it continues to run. Um, and so that 10 to 14 hours, a lot of it was learning the business itself, the insurance business itself. And, you know, a lot of it was figuring out, OK, how do I make this thing run without me? And that was a lot of, you know, those systems, those processes, those procedures, the uh, the SOPs, the automations, you know, everything that 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 it is today was from that ideology was from that mindset is a business is one that I could walk away from and it continues to produce. So before we get into some more, because, I mean, you know, we're rounding out in, in time here, but yeah. Ultimately, I do want you to have a side hustle. Ultimately, I do want you to have a business. Ultimately, I do want you to understand how to invest your money, where to invest it, how to make returns, how to calculate ROIs. I do all that stuff. But right now, I want you to realize that you're just getting started. You have no clue where you're going, and that's okay. And if you're just getting started in a business, you feel like you're overwhelmed because you don't know what the difference is between a sole proprietor and a corporation. That's okay. And if you're figuring in, figuring out what life is going to bring to you, you don't know if you want to move out of your parents' house or go across the country or join the military, that's okay. Like We're going to be here to walk you through a lot of these steps, to give you some of these pieces that we've been doing on the podcast anyways, from not just ourselves and our experience, but the experiences of other people who have gone through that path so that you can learn what they're doing, so that you can learn from their mistakes, so you don't have to step in the same holes. Because that's what it's all about. History, humanity, our identities have been passed on by other people telling each other what to do. We're beyond the age, I think, for the most part, of a lot of discoveries. And and, uh, not that there's not a lot of discoveries to make, but there's so (laughs) many that have been made and documented. That you can you can literally plug yourself into YouTube. You can plug yourself into you know people's social media feeds and become educated. I don't want you to walk away after high school and think that your education ends. It's where your education begins. But you need to understand that it's about what you want in your life. Not what mom and dad want. Not what your teachers want. It's what you want. Because when you figure that out, nothing and no one is going to stand in your way of learning everything you possibly can about that stuff. You don't have to go to college, but you do have to educate yourself. You don't have to pay tuition, but you do have to show up and dedicate that time. But it's with what you want in life. It's your objective. It's your goal. So if you're, if you're, you know, right now it's graduation season and you know, it's one of my favorite times in in our class. Yeah, it is in my class. My seniors are playing cash flow right now. 
So we've talked about all kinds of stuff the in class. We've talked about wonderful time of, of the, the year, year. <laughs> the end of the school, right? <clears throat> so we've talked about taxes, well, the cash we've flow, about cash flow budgeting. Season. We've talked about mortgages. We've talked about auto insurance. We talked about all kinds of different things. And the last thing my students do at the end of the year is play cash flow, and they're playing the electronic version, which means anybody listening can just go, just look up cash flow the game, and you can play the e version. And the objective is simple: you are in the rat race. You get up, you pay your bills, you go to work, get up, pay your bills, go to work, get up, pay your bills, go to work. Like you, you do that cyclically all the time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. over and over and over for years on end until you say, hmm, I'm going to retire at age 65. Bullshit. You don't have to wait that long. Retirement is not an age problem. It's a cash flow problem. And that's what the game allows you to figure out. How do I make enough money from my investments? What does a good investment look like? How do I analyze an investment to see if it's something that I actually want to invest in? And then when I buy it, how do I manage that money? What do I do with it? Do I pay off my le- my loans? Do I borrow more money? Do I invest it? What do I do with, you know, when the markets comes up and it's time to sell, are you the type that is buying? Are you the type that is selling? Do you understand the difference between the two and how it affects your cash flow statement? That's what that game is going to teach you. How to manage your funds. Because when you start at 18 and you go get that job at McDonald's, you have income coming in and now you're playing the game. Sure, you're at the entry position, but you're playing the game. And as long as you're playing, you have a chance of winning. Boom. So that's who we want to talk to. That's who I'm talking to, ladies and gentlemen, 18 to 25 year olds who are just getting started. And if you're older than 25, but you feel like you're just getting started in the side hustle, you're welcome to come on board too, because we're talking to you as well. It's all about, do you know what you want? And let's figure out how to get you there. Let's figure out how to give you some financial intelligence so you understand how to analyze some stuff. Let's show you the experience of other entrepreneurs and what they're going through, some of their biggest struggles. And then the most important thing is you got to take action, yo. Follow me on Instagram. I'm going to tell you every single day to take action. Because knowledge, you know, G.I. Joe's, right? Knowledge is not power. Knowledge is only potential power. And your selfishness... Knowing is half the battle. Right? Your selfishness, if you don't go out and implement what you learned. Mm. Mm. Tell them. All right? All right, ladies and gents. So, without further ado... I bring Further to you the end of the show. <laughs> we'll out. see you guys tomorrow. Peace. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.